Second episode of the Team Netter Show. My name is Taryn Bland. And my name is Brock Netter. The one and only Brock Netter. I'm over here jamming to this song. I love this theme song. Great, <laughs> great selection going with Keith Lee. That is fantastic. I love it. So much to get into. I'm so excited to record this second episode. Uh, obviously, you know, so much to get into. Uh, Extreme Rules. Keith Lee, NXT, there's so correction, NX Lee now, uh, so much to get into, I, I'm excited, Taryn, what about you, my man? Oh, man, look, it's, it's, it's amazing, it feels good to be back, we haven't been on since uh, last June, it's, it's been on, it's going, it's coming up on, on a month, we haven't been on since the, the, the airing of the final episode of, of The Last Ride, The Undertaker documentary, and we decided we're, uh-huh. we're going to do a podcast about once a month, every Every time WWE has a pay per view, we'll record a podcast later on that week, and just and like like I said in the first in our first episode, we just want to keep on record our teen editor booking ideas. So if WWE happens to go with one of our ideas, that means they're listening to us. One hundred percent, and we we've had some great ideas over the years. We honestly, this is something that we should have done probably. <laughs> Well, quite, well, quite frankly, we probably should have done about eight years ago. But nonetheless, better late than never. We've got some great ideas. We continue to churn out these ideas. So, hey, let's get right into it, my man. Well, man, we got to start here, man, because th- this guy has been trending all day long on on Twitter and just been making the rounds. Um, Adam Cole, the former NXT champion, he made an appearance today on uh, the Pat McAfee show and... It didn't. It, it it didn't go the way Pat planned it to. It didn't go the way anybody else expected it to go. To go. Um, Adam Cole going totally out of character, and I've seen the clip and 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 got my two cents on the butt. From my understanding, you ha- you have not se- you seen Adam Cole trending, but you have not heard the actual audio of it yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw. I saw. I saw that he was trending. And and uh, and, and I mean, obviously, you know, I went on Twitter. I I saw the video, but I didn't. I, I wasn't able to hear the audio. All I saw was was just him standing up out of his seat and charging towards Pat. And Pat's kind of just sitting here, you know, kind of with a deer in the headlights, as as if he had no idea what was going on. So I didn't hear the audio, but but I saw uh, kind of just like some of the action. Well, lucky for you, I have this audio clip ready to go for you so this is your first time hearing it and as soon as it's over uh i would just like your immediate reaction for the people all right all right let's get into it people say you surrounded yourself which is very smart and they might have done it for you with people that were also very very talented maybe even more talented than you and then the undisputed era kind of got a chance to take i I know i know that you're just trying to do your job and that's fine I, i took some time out of visiting my family to come and do your show but you're being a total dick right now me and i find it so ironic me that of all people to say that i surrounded myself with really great talent and that's the reason i succeeded of all people you what a punter. Whoa. You being on a team that literally did everything. 
you just happen to kick a football every now and then, and, and all of a sudden you feel like you're really, really important. Of all people to say that to me, that I surround myself with super talented people, and that's the only reason that I was successful. Whoa, you're a whoa, psycho. Whoa, whoa. We didn't say Jesus. only reason. Uh-oh. We said it's main reason. Main, okay, okay. Main reason. That's and, exactly what you're saying. And since you just kind of took a little jab there at my profession, but that Chad, I used you've to been have... taking jabs at me this whole show. No. 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 no, no, no. I was the player of the decade at my position in the NFL, I, being a punter. So although I was surrounded by good people, it was just me and a ball. And, and Pat, guess what? I was the longest reigning NXT champion of all time. And guess who did that all by themselves? Oh, that's right, me. Did it all by myself. No, don't believe that. Mm-hmm. We've watched mm-hmm. the takeovers, Adam. The Undisputed Era is the main reason why you've succeeded. But by the way, smart. That's good business. Hey. That's business, that's baby. Business. That's very yeah. smart. Yeah. Well, and especially for you, because, you know, you're kind of small. <laughs> oh, we're going to go with the size thing now. Fuck you, Pat. Seriously, I'm sick of your shit. I come the whole way here, take time away from my family to come to do your stupid fucking show. And you're going to continue to disrespect me. Don't touch me. Whoa. Whoa. Fuck Whoa. you, Pat. Fuck you. No, fuck you. Get out of here. Shit. Immediate reaction. Okay. Okay. Uh, first of all, there's a lot going on. There's a lot going on. So, number one, Adam Cole does have a point about Pat, you know, you, you, you know, you know, Pat's position in the NFL. He does have a point about that. But <laughs> I will say this. He does. I, I mean, let's just face it. No, no one goes to a game to see a punter. Let's just call it what it is. But nonetheless, I will say this. Pat also brings up a few good points. Granted, we have no idea if it was Adam Cole's decision, WWE's decision for him to be a part of the Undisputed Era. That's for speculation. It's a different subject for another day. But I will say this. Pat does make a good point that, you know, the Undisputed Era, they did did have a hand in, in helping his title reign a little bit. I'm not, I'm, now, 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 don't get me wrong. Adam Cole is supremely talented. Supremely talented. Probably one of the top five in the business. Like I said, different subject for another day. But Pat does make a good point about, you know, about all that. In my opinion, I think that might have been a little scripted. I, I think everything might have been just a little scripted because how I see it is that no one just goes off the handle after after you know you know you know just saying you know the same thing that he said twice that pretty much he said you know the undisputed era had a hand in in your title reign he said it two times and then adam just went off so i'm not sure how much of it i believe was unscripted as 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 opposed to you know they probably talked about it um in, you know you know before you know beforehand um you know probably yeah, you know, probably stays it a little bit, but I will say it is great, great content because it, because it gives Pat show it it, it kind of gives him a little bit more of a spotlight. As we all know, you know, you know, you know, Pat has been involved um, with 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 WWE uh, a couple times on, on some pre on some uh, pre uh, pre show talk shows and whatnot. And I mean, you know, what better person you know have on the show? Been you know the longest reigning NXT champion in company history. So so you know smart move on his part. I get that, but 
I think it might have been just a tiny bit staged. That's just my thought. All right, so I also thought it was staged at first, but after doing a little bit more research, I found a video also on Twitter where it shows uh, Adam Cole and Pat McAfee having having exchange at two other WWE events when Pat McAfee, like as you said, was doing uh, pre-show stuff and uh, watch-alongs uh, with the pay-per-view, and 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 there were two, mm. there were also two exchanges, two heated exchanges uh, between uh, McAfee and Adam Cole at Extreme Rules 2019 and SummerSlam uh, 2000, 2019, and then Pat McAfee released uh, an image earlier today. Just basically showing the text about how he reached out to Adam Cole, and the text basically said like, "Hey, I I know we had our dif- our differences in the past, but I heard you were in town. Would you mind coming on coming on the show?" So the fact that he DM'd uh, Adam Cole that and saying that he acknowledged they had differences in the past makes it feel almost like okay, maybe that was that wasn't scripted. Now. The part of me earlier that made it that made me believe it was scripted is like we haven't seen we haven't seen Adam Cole on NXT since he lost the the NXT ch- uh, championship and mm-hmm. and rumors I mean if you look at, if you look everywhere rumors say he he may be on the way to to get caught up or switch shows whatever term you you want to use and for me I think Adam Cole is the future and the thing is he's been down in NXT so long and if you're not a really uh NXT watcher just say if you're a casual fan of the product and you just tune in every Monday and Friday to watch uh, Raw and SmackDown you may not necessarily know all that about Adam Cole you may have heard the name but you may not know about how good he is and all he has accomplished in WWE thus far so part of me almost thinks like this is just a way to get Adam Cole's name out there to to the mainstream guys because i because in the, in the wrestling community we know we all know how, know how great adam cole is but to take that next step to become box office maybe you need something like this to, to get you to that level i mean yeah I, I i see i see where where you're coming from with that and 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 i mean i mean no no doubt to me um i i, I think i think adam cole can absolutely be that next guy, whether it be on Raw or SmackDown. Um, me personally, I think I'd rather have him on SmackDown, but you know we can talk about that, uh, you know, another time. Um, but, but I get where you're coming from. I, I get that point and all, but are but but does WWE are they planning to to move him up to the main roster soon? Are are they just giving him some time off? Or are they are they waiting for are they waiting for for kind of you know crowds to come back a little bit to to, to kind of you know open things up a little bit to where to where to where you can even have I don't know like twenty percent capacity um, you know you know at you know at events the the other thing that's strange to me about this is it's kind of just the timing maybe because you know you know we we haven't seen him on we haven't seen him on TV I think it's been what two or three weeks um, since he lost the title. But at the same, but also at the same point, 
it might be months before he's seen on TV again, simply just because he's had the long title reign. WWE's probably saying, "Hey, hey, you know, you know, take you know, take some time, just you know, you know, heal your body up a little bit, um, and then and then we'll have you know this this plan set in stone for you." So the timing of it is a little strange to me as well. But you know, eh, you know, you know that. That, that, that's just my thing. But you, but you make, a, but you make a, a great point about it because I'm sitting there, I'm sitting here thinking now. Yes, the timing of it. As well, we might as well go on. If you haven't know, if you haven't heard already, SummerSlam it will not be in Boston this year mm-hmm. due, due, due to COVID nineteen. Mm-hmm. And so, with that being said, now with SummerSlam not being in Boston. Maybe this is a way, and I, I I hope they don't go this route. I I really hope they don't go this route. But maybe this is a way for like another marketing idea for WWE to have that to get more eyes on SummerSlam. And oh, and, uh. and I mean, and what and, and and what and what better way to do it? I mean, Pat McAfee, I said in the NFL, yeah, he was just a regular punter. We didn't check for him that much, but off the field. Since he retired, he's been one one of the most entertaining radio guys out there. That's true. That's true. So I mean, that's true. So 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 now that you brought up the timing of it, now I'm just I'm just starting to think that yeah, maybe they're they're going to start they're building a program between Cole and McAfee for SummerSlam. And like I said, fans, we may not like diehard wrestling fans. We may not like it, but if it's going to get more eyes on the product. Vince will, do, Vince will do anything to make a dollar. Yeah, that's that's true. That's true. He, after all, this is the same guy who brought in Tyson Fury for a one-off against Strowman, and Fury won. So, uh, I I hope that is not the case. I'm with you there. I hope that is not the case. But like you said, it would not shock me because. WWE has thrown us through loops before, and, the, and and I don't I don't see them changing that style anytime soon. So, hope so. Hopefully, hopefully you're wrong. Hopefully yes. you're wrong. Hopefully that, I'm wrong but, too. But yeah, but now that you mention it, that would not surprise me one single bit. You're, uh, listen, you're listening to the, to the Teenager Show. My name is Taron Bland. That, that right there, up my brother Brock Netter. You can give me a follow on Twitter and Instagram at the Taron Bland. Where can I give you a follow at? Uh, you can give me a follow on Twitter at Sir Brock Netter, and you can find me on Instagram at B Netter. All right, now let, let, let's go ahead and 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 dive into into some in ring action, shall we? All right, let's get it. The guy, the man's music we played at the beginning of the show, Keith Lee. The man who dethroned the longest reigning NXT champion, Adam Cole. This past Wednesday, he he relinquished his North American championship and basically said that yes, he yes, he is limitless, but he does not want to limit anyone else anyone else on the NXT roster's growth. So by four he 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 relinquished NXT NXT North North American Championship so that other guys on the roster can build their name. I get why he did it. It's a he's a he's a a baby face. He that's a baby face move. But me personally, I don't like it. Well, 
I, I mean, I'm I'm not I'm not a fan of you know the relinquishing titles, you know, unless unless due to injury. If it's due to injury, you know, you know, you know, you know, something like that. Okay, I get it because you don't have a choice. But at the same point, from a booking perspective, I get I get why they had to relinquish it. I mean, it's it's no different than when um, Paige uh, relinquished, you know, the, the NXT Women's Championship back in 2014 or whenever, or whenever exactly it was. I mean, it's it's no, it's no different. It's the same case. It, it's 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 just it's just the safe route to 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 keep to keep you know Keith Lee looking strong to keep him you know you know without a title loss you know um, you know this early into um, his NXT Championship rank because I mean you know it has only been you know, uh, two weeks I believe so while 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 yes not a fan of it I also don't want, I also don't want a singles loss. On his record, because it does diminish kind of his star power as NXT champion. If he loses the North American Championship and a clean loss, so yeah, I, I get it. It's WWE's route. We 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 just take it and deal with it. Yeah, now that you now that you mentioned it and sitting here thinking about it, it's like how would you get that title off of him without having him? I mean, obviously lose a match, and like I said, losing any match right now would would almost kill his momentum. Mm-hmm. I, I, yep. I mean, un, unless you use it in like in a in a story in a storyline build. I mean, because right now, immediately after he won the NXT Championship, they they showed the camera on on Karrion Cross, and yeah. we, and which we presume maybe he'll be the next guy to challenge him for the NXT Championship. So maybe I mean maybe he could have also while putting. Another guy over, that and, and that's, that's the thing I don't like about it. If you want to the to help build the up the next up and coming uh, big superstar, why not have a match with him and just don't ha- just don't have Keith Lee lose clean? Have Karrion Cross or whoever's the next guy to, ch- to challenge for the NXT Championship have him run some some sort of interference and get the title get the title off of him that way. Uh- I mean, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I see, I see where you're coming from with that. But let, let, let's let's run let's run with that scenario. So so let so let's say it is it, it's Keith Lee and Karrion Cross. Let's say it's those two for the North American Championship. Who do you have run in interference? No, 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 that, no, no. Not not Karrion Cross. Like who who who, okay, okay. who who whoever whoever Keith Lee. Or the higher ups deem as as the as the the next future star have him in a okay. match with Keith Lee, and then you have Kerry and Cross run interference that costs Keith Lee the match. And then, ah, and, okay. And then okay. that way, then that way you you get a new North American champion, and then now you have a story uh, or or something to build on with Kerry with Kerry and Cross and Keith Lee moving forward. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Now, I, now I will say this. I think the only reason that that either WWE is not going with that, or the fact that they haven't even considered that, I think it's simply because it's just way too early in Karrion Cross's WWE career put, to put him in a high-profile match like that. Because if if my memory serves correct, 
I think he's only been on TV about a month and a half. It's even that. And while and while yes, he is beyond impressive. He he is he is he is a a, a, a heels heel. He is menacing. He is big. He is strong. He has a great look. I'm, I, I mean, granted, Scarlett helps a lot with that, but you know, I'll, I'll, I'll get into that later. Um, so the only thing is, you, I would not put a title on him this early, simply because I mean, while yes, it can make his it can make his star power better. It can also diminish it at the same at the same token because you're strapping a rocket to him already, and we don't exactly know if he is capable of not not just carrying the title but elevating himself to an, elevating himself and his character to another level simply because it's only been a month and a half that we've actually seen him on TV. Now I I agree with you, Lau. Like, cause immediately once they once they showed Karrion Cross after Keith Lee won the title, it was like, no, this is gonna be the this is gonna be the match at at Takeover SummerSlam, and and like I said, it would only it's only it would only be a, a, a month and a half. That's nowhere long enough run for Keith Lee to have a title. If 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 no, he, if, 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 if he's a few if he, if he's an essential part of your future. Mm-hmm. So, yep. I'm hoping, like I said, I'm hoping Karrion Cross isn't the, isn't immediately the next guy. You need to give, in my opinion, you need to have Keith Lee defend the North the NXT Championship one or two times successfully before you start that story with Karrion Cross. One hundred percent. I'm I'm not exactly sure off the top of my head what is the shortest NXT Championship run. But I do know that every single every single run has every single champion who, who's who's had you know their title run. They've gone through at least two takeovers. They, well, well, actually three. They've gone through three takeovers: the one where they win the title, the one where they defend the title, and either the one where they lose the title or 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 uh, or, or they retain and just keep going and going and going. They've had at least three takeover matches. So therefore, to put so therefore to put put them both, Carrying uh, Cross and Keith Lee in this position already is a complete lose lose, no matter what. All right, so just done a little bit here of research. I mean, the quick the the shortest title reign goes to Samoa Joe. His second his 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 second reign his second title run. Ah, that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Then you lose to a Nakamura over in Japan in yep. like three weeks. Yep. Two. Yep. That's what I thought. Okay. So that's okay. That, that, that's 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 a short that's the shortest run. But I don't even I don't even count. I'm not even considering that because that was Joe's second run with the belt. I'm talking about the the immediate exactly. run. Exactly. So plus, not to mention, WWE was not going to have Nakamura lose in Japan. No yeah. way. Yeah. <laughs> But the, <laughs> but after that, the shortest the shortest title run, 2019, Johnny Gargano, 57 days. After 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 he mm-hmm. after he, after he won it in uh, NXT Takeover New York in Brooklyn, 
And uh, yeah. April 5th, 2019, he, he lost the title to Adam Cole June 1st, 2019. So technically, so technically that's, that's the shortest reign. But still, that's still 57 days. That's almost two months. Yeah. Yeah. True. Man. Did they did Gargano like that? Yep. Gargano's the heart and soul of NXT. They did him like that? And here's, here's, your, here's your title run. Okay, we need it back. Really? Man, okay. Hmm. I almost kind of feel bad for Johnny in that in that regard. I say almost, <laughs> and then I kind of think, like, man, he, he's from Cleveland. He's a Browns fan. I'm a Bengals fan. I don't like him that much. So <laughs> never mind. <laughs> but, yeah, we, def- I, I, we definitely need one or two title defenses by Keith Lee before we start building that program with Karrion Cross. Hundred percent. And then, and then, if and then, if you want, and then for me, if I'm booking it, the first time they have that match, it almost it would almost end in a like maybe a no contest, and that sets and that sets up a stipulation for the second match. And then, if mm-hmm. you, and then if you want to put the title on Karrion Cross during the second go about, I would have no problem with that. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, that that would make sense, especially because at that point, at that point, it'd be the end of 2020. Right. It, yeah, if done properly, it would it, be the end of 2020 or it'd be the takeover before the Royal Rumble, which would be plenty of time to build everything, get across more matches, get, and more importantly, it might, it might get the audience back. Knock on wood on Knock that. Knock on wood, yes. Probably not going to happen, but, but, you know, hey, a man can dream. Once again, this is the T-Netter Show. My name is Taryn Bland. That's, up there is my brother, Sir Brock Netter. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And as as you know, we do this we do this podcast about about once a month every every week of uh, following a, a WWE pay per view. So that means there was a pay per view this past weekend that we that we ha- that we have to discuss, and it was the Extreme Rules Horror Show or Horror Show at Extreme Rules, whatever whatever you want to. You want to call it? Basically, just overall, what did you think of, of the pay per view? Horrible, trash, absolute garbage. So it was a Straight legit. Cheap, so it was a legit cheap. horror show. All of it. Oh my god! It, it, yeah, it it was horror. All right. It was. Oh my god! It, I didn't like it at all. I didn't like not one single part of it, and 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 it has absolutely nothing to do with any of my favorites losing any of the people I like. One overall. It just was not that good. It, 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 it just wasn't. So, okay, okay, let me start here. Let me start here. Because this is actually something you tweeted that I 100% agree with. WWE, whether it be Raw, SmackDown, or both, you need authority figures. It's just as simple as that. I have never in my life begged for a general manager so bad than I did after watching the horror show. Because that whole that whole Oscar Sasha match was oh my god what a debacle that that was horrible I I get I get the storyline behind it okay no problem with that but there are a million different ways that you can go about that to to make to make it look as if you know you know heels aren't exactly just running the entire business because that's literally what it is if if you are a heel currently in WWE with no authority figure. You have about a ten percent ownership of 
each show you're on. That's that's just how it is. If you don't believe me, you can go go back to Raw, go back to this past Raw, and look at Dolph Ziggler as a heel. He had his title match. He lost. What did he do? He came out the next. He came out the very next night. Begged for a title. Correction. He didn't even like beg for a title match. He just said, "I want a title rematch," and then got it. Just got it. Just got it because he is a heel. So that so that's number one. We need a general manager. I don't care if it's a heel. I, I can care less who it is. We can go. We can go back to the Mike Adamley era. It wouldn't bother me a bit at this point. Wouldn't bother me at all. Just just so we have just some structure on the show. That's number one. Number two, the Swamp Match. While I am always, always, always very happy anytime Alexa Bliss graces my TV screen, I, <laughs> I am thrilled. I don't care. I don't, I don't care. I'm beyond happy. I'm the kid at Christmas when she is on my TV screen, and I have no problem with her with her being Sister Abigail if, if she if she really is. I don't. I I I, I don't know. I don't know. But it's kind of it was kind of just a pointless match. I, I mean, I mean, there was no title, there was no title on the line. There was there was like no setting up for like a feature title shot. It was just those two on a campground with a swamp, and then the scene emerges, and he 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 wins, but there but he he didn't win. The match didn't really end, but it did end. I I, I don't I don't know I don't know. It, in in a way, it, in a way, it it just didn't appeal. It just didn't appeal to me. Honestly, WWE they might be going a little too far with these uh, cinematic matches. I, I mean, I understand why they're doing it, but there needs to be a purpose for these matches. Like there doesn't need to be one every single pay per view. Like like you set such a high standard. At WrestleMania with the Boneyard match and the Firefly Funhouse match, you set yourself such no, a just, high just, just 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 the Boneyard match. That Firefly Funhouse that was more funny, and for 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 us diehard wrestling fans, it was good to, to revisit Memory Lane and we and we get understood it. But as far as the match goes, no. Well, okay, yeah, yeah, I'll give you, yeah, I'll give you that. It wasn't really a match. It's, yeah, okay, so so. You set a high standard with the Boneyard match. And then, and, and pretty much from that point on, they're, tr- they're trying to recreate that type of magic and that type of moment. And it's just not going to happen because, quite frankly, you just don't have the right match. You don't have the right guys. You don't have, you don't have like, the right stipulations. You, you just don't have the right story to do it. Maybe maybe I'm one of very few people who who believe who believe that and think this way, but there but it's kind of getting to the point already, which is really bizarre that they're trying to recreate some magic that is just simply not there. Just stick to what you do best. They could have had the match in the ring, fine, whatever. If you wanted it to go the same amount of time, okay, fine, whatever. But the only purpose, really, of that match was that we found out who Sister Abigail was, which, once again, I was very, very happy to see who it was. But outside of that, Extreme Rules, the horror show, whatever you want to call it, 
was bad. Just bad. I agree. I agree with all the points you made. We definitely need authority figures back because Sasha and Oscar put on a, a hell of a match, but that ending just totally killed it. Exactly. I mean, hell, if if anybody could just put on a, a, a referee shirt, we don't you think superstars would have been at that years ago, and and just, and, and just automatically make them make themselves the referee. Yep. So we do need authority figures, and it could be it could like you said, it could be literally anybody as long as it's not a McMahon. We don't need a McMahon. Yep, you're right about that. Uh, we 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 we've we've been down that road before. We don't need a McMahon as an as an authority figure. Although Stephanie McMahon, she she came she appeared on Raw and and kind of kind of filled that role on Monday Night Raw. But nonetheless, I didn't like that review. Also, I mean. My boys lost, but I I kind of I kind of expected that. I mean, we held the titles for a while yeah. now, and at least we lost to Cesaro and, and Nakamura, a, a guy in Nakamura who I felt should have been WWE champion by now. 100%. Drew Drew McIntyre, Drew McIntyre, and Dolph Ziggler had a, had a, a pretty good match. I mean, Dolph Ziggler pretty much did what we ex- what we expected. All rules, extreme rules for him, and and Drew had to basically abide by a, a regular wrestling match. He, Dolph Ziggler, did everything in his power except basically drew one hand behind, one hand tied behind your back. But nonetheless, this, then we then we then we had the swamp fight, like you said, and a buddy of mine who I who I do a, a wrestling show down here with, he thoroughly he thoroughly enjoyed it. Because he somewhat figured like he broke the code, he found out like all the riddles and and mysterious behind the swamp fight, which every which everything he said made it made sense. But if I but if, okay. if, if 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 me watching a wrestling match requires me to do that much thinking to to realize why that happened, that happened, this happened, I'm not for it. I don't. I don't. I don't tune in to WWE to to to, to think that hard. <laughs> like, like, come on! It's, it's a it's a swamp fight. During that whole thing, I think there was probably maybe three minutes of action, and the rest was just talking and and old clips or whatever. And basically, from what from what he said, Alexa Bliss' immediate reaction, we thought she was Sister Abigail, but nonetheless, I don't. Maybe she wasn't Sister Abigail, according to my guy. Basically, basically, he just thought Bray Wyatt used that because that's a way to like draw Braun's attention because of Alexa Bliss's and Braun Strowman's relationship in the past. Like, I almost feel like there's sexual attention. I, I apologize about that, my brother. I, I know that you may not want to hear that, but there's sexual tension that that they've been showing that they shown on TV, like moments back then where they almost kissed or whatever. If, we will not speak of this. <laughs> I'm gonna speak of this. <laughs> but, but, but nonetheless, if you are a cas- if you are a casual fan or a first time watcher of WWE, and you tuned in to see what the hell that was, you were like, "That's not wrestling." Like, why? Like, like who was her? Like, why? Why did that happen? That match required mm-hmm. required too much thinking for me, and and like you said, 
WWE set the standard with the Boneyard match. And am I expecting every cinematic match to live up to the Boneyard match? No. They don't even have to come close to it. But the cinematic thing, the cinematic match at the at Money in the Bank, that was okay. I enjoyed it. I had a lot of had a lot of questions about it, but that match was was all right. The uh, the cinematic match well, it wasn't really a, a match, but the, the thing with the Street Profits and Viking Raiders just a few a few months ago, it was entertaining. I enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah. But this, both I mean, like and you and you brought up the Firefly Funhouse match back at WrestleMania. Yes, I enjoyed it because it took me. It took us wrestling diehard wrestling fans a trip down memory lane. But as far as an actual match, there was no, it was really no, it was it really wasn't a match. And and like and, and and that's my issue with the swamp fight. It wasn't really a match. It wasn't even really a fight. So don't label something as one thing, and then you basically just give me a fifteen minute movie to end the show. Like, come on, man. <clears throat> and and and, yeah, and, and, and and now. At the end, we seen Bray Wyatt drag Braun Strowman and basically drown Braun Strowman. So now, how do you how do you bring Braun Strowman back on television? Now, I mean, it it, it would be easier like it would be easier with, with guys like Bray Wyatt, Undertaker, Kane, guys who's always had that aura or mystique around them. But this is Braun Strowman, a guy from a a a, a country boy from North Carolina. How the hell are you just going to randomly have Braun Strowman reappear on Friday Night SmackDown or wherever the hell he's going to appear next? How? I mean, I mean, it's true. It's true. Not, not to, not to mention, it takes the Universal Title off TV. Basically, it's like a Brock Lesnar run now. Exactly. Like you completely just take the title off of TV. You have to figure out a way to bring him back. Not to mention the way you bring him back. You probably have Bray Wyatt complete, compete in a match, but you're not going to have him compete on SmackDown. You're not going to have him do that. You're not going to have him as, as this his Firefly character compete on SmackDown because that's not what his character is for. His character is for promos. It's for segments. It's for building height and something. You're not going to have him trot to the ring, you know, and to compete compete in a match against I don't I, guess, I don't know against just some jobber. And, and on the middle card, who ain't had a match in three months, and then you're gonna say, okay, we're gonna we're gonna have you beat him in a 30 second match. We're gonna have you cut some type of promo, and then Braun comes back. You can't have that. You can't do that. But at the same point, it's legitimately the only way you can bring him back. You you have to bring him back in in, in some type of fashion with Bray Wyatt. But like like Wyatt has to be in the ring. He has to be in the ring. And then Strowman's music hits, and you see this big six nine three eighty five dude trot down. That's that's legitimately the only way because you you can't have him pop up, you know, just pop up Friday on SmackDown. You can't have him do that because then you're like, well, what was the point of him, you know, falling in water, being being you know, drugged into the water, and and pretty much you know just giving us a speculation that he drowned. Well, we well we know you didn't kill him. You ain't kill your universal champion, so kind of put yourself in a pickle. And pretty much, no matter what way you bring him outside of what I just said, is the entire wrong way. It has to be with it has to be with White in the ring or 
Actually, yeah, that's the other way. You can't have Wyatt cut a promo via satellite unless you're going to have Strowman show up via satellite and, and just attack uh, and, and attack Wyatt wherever he's at. So I, so I don't know. I don't know. The, the, the WWE put themselves on a hold with this one. Exactly. Like I said, basically what you just said, the only way you could break them back is as, once again, a follower of Bray Wyatt. If you do that, how would you even get the universal title off of Braun Strowman at that point? If 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 he do, if they do if they do have him reappear with the black mask and basically he's a follower of Bray Wyatt, or unless or unless you're going to do the Randy Orton, unless you're going to do the Randy Orton thing all over again, where he's just toying it, he's just toying with Bray Wyatt and and just going along so he can get close closer to Bray Wyatt and then burn down. Well, I guess this time the Firefly Funhouse, but then, but then that will be no good to Bray Wyatt's character because then you're basically destroying Bray Wyatt's character and the Fiend, which fans have have have, have, have we've loved everything Bray Wyatt has done so far. So yeah, yeah, 100%. so yeah, so yeah, I'm I'm with you. WWE has, has kind of painted themselves into a corner, and it's going to be interesting to see how they can get themselves out of this, but. That is why we started this podcast. Because now it is time for the T-Netter booking segment where we, because we, 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 we won't be back on until uh, the week of SummerSlam, the week uh, following SummerSlam. So now's the time where we go ahead and book how WWE can get out of this together. So we, so we, we, don't, we don't have to come up with ideas separately, just T-Netter booking. We come up with ideas together on how how they can, how can they fix the situation and make it make sense for everybody. All right. So question is, where do you, do you <laughs> want to start with Strowman and Wyatt? Or are we starting somewhere else? No, we, we I mean, <laughs> look, we, we're, we're already right here. Let's, let, I mean, we, we start with this. Everything else is pretty much, is, is easy. So how are we going to get Braun Strowman back on TV? So we got to figure out how to get Strowman and the Universal title back on TV in a way that makes sense in retrospect from the Swamp match. Yes. Okay. So SummerSlam is uh, a month away. Right. Okay. And we know that Strowman is going to defend the title at SummerSlam. Yes, he would almost have to. Yes. Yeah. What we don't know is who his opponent's going to be. We're 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 assuming it's going to be the team. Yes, correct. It only makes sense. Correct. It only makes sense. They they fought a Money in the Bank. Strowman won. They had the horrible swamp fight. Wyatt won. So okay, you're going to have the trilogy of SummerSlam. But this okay. time he's facing the Fiend. Yeah. Okay. So. So, so pretty much, pretty much, the only way this could viably work is you have to have Wyatt compete in a match on one of the next two SmackDowns. You, you, you absolutely have to because because otherwise, Strowman being on TV is pretty much pointless because because you simply just don't have you you you. I mean, you pretty much just don't have you know, means to have him back if it's not towards uh, Wyatt. So, therefore, Wyatt has to start this off. 
So he, so, so, so therefore, he has to be, in, he has to have a match. So, so, so this, I don't. This is on record now. So, are, 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 are we going? Are we going? To, are we going ahead and say that Bray Wyatt will have a match on SmackDown? Well, go ahead. We're go, we're 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 going we're going ahead we're going ahead and saying that that Bray Wyatt will have a match on SmackDown. No, no. I got. I'm still here. Yo, pretty much. Pretty much. That's kind of what it has to be, because otherwise, there's really. I mean, there's really no build up to SummerSlam. You have a lot more questions. Um, you know, the main question being, where the hell is Braun Strowman? Where's the Universal Championship? So. Pretty much we all know that it's going to be Strowman, Wyatt, part three. It's just a matter of how do you bring back Strowman on TV. So, Wyatt has to have a match in the next two SmackDowns. Who is against? Literally no one is going to care. It, it doesn't matter. You could bring back James Ellsworth for this match. I don't care. Since McMahon. Yeah, I don't care. You could bring him back for a one-off. I could care less who. But. The point is, White needs to be on SmackDown. He needs to have a match. And after the match, either he needs to challenge for the title or he needs to just cut a promo, and Strowman needs to come back. That, that, that's legitimately the only way this works. This, this, this doesn't work with Strowman just reemerging out of the swamp, coming on SmackDown out of nowhere and saying, Wyatt, I want you for a trilogy at SummerSlam. No, it has to be Wyatt starting all this off with Strowman coming down, and either and, and either they, either they get in a brawl, or you know Strowman's in the ring. Wyatt jumps out, runs up the ramp, and then Strowman cuts cuts a promo with like twenty words saying, "Me, you, round three, SummerSlam, Universal Title. This is what's going to happen," and and then there's going to be some type of It'll be some type of stipulation. I don't know what. I, 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 don't, I don't exactly know what other stipulation that there could be, but it's going to have a stipulation. You can't just have a normal match. All right. I mean, you did, you, you did it at Money in the Bank. It, it worked out. Okay, great. But this one has to have has to have some type of stipulation for the title. All right. So now I'm thinking, well, one, could we be- – can we build a, a universal title match for SummerSlam without Braun Strowman on TV? Maybe, maybe. But now with them not an, with them announcing that SummerSlam will not be in Boston, so we know it'll be at the Performance Center. Now that makes that makes it easier for. I mean, and and I mean, and honestly. Real, real, realistically, it doesn't make sense. But what what was one of the things they were saying leading up to this match? I believe one of the first things Braun Strowman said to Bray Wyatt at the start of the Swamp Fight was, "Either I'm back or I'm home." Now, with that being said, with that being said, now, like, like I said, with SummerSlam not being a boss and them having it at, at the performance center. Now it all it it can it makes it easier for WWE to go, I mean, or just have them go back to that swamp and and have Bray have Braun reemerge from the swamp somehow, some way. And it's like and like you said, maybe Bray cuts a promo on 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 SmackDown or whatever. 
saying like, yeah, I killed Braun or Braun is, 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 is no longer here. Therefore, I'm crowning myself the universal champion. Then you, we, we automatically cut to the swamp or whatever or cut to the back or whatever. And, 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 you, or, and you just see Braun Strowman dripping, like soaking wet, same clothes and everything, muddy, all, 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 all the other stuff, just wet. And, but he's standing outside the performance center. And then that way he he comes in, goes after goes after Bray. You thought you buried me, you thought you killed me or whatever, and I'm back. And then maybe that's the way they could lead up and build to SummerSlam. Okay, I'm not I'm not against that idea. As a matter of fact, I matter of fact, I kind of like that a little better actually. That's that's not horrible. That is not bad at all. I can I can live with that. I can live with that 100% because it at least tail it, it at least adds on another layer. It adds on another layer from the swamp fight. You get the trilogy. Okay, I'm cool with that. I'm completely cool with that idea. That works. All right. So now we have that. I'm not sure. I mean, we pretty much know it's the Fiend versus Braun Strowman. Will it be a stipulation? Uh, maybe. Maybe not. I'm not sure. But we but we we'd almost expect the Fiend to go over. Correct. Yeah. Yep. 100%. All right. So, at SummerSlam, we're on right here on the Tina show. We're, we're we're booking that the Fiend will once again, the Fiend will once again become Universal Champion by defeating Braun Strowman. Yep. And, yep. Sounds good. And, yeah. and 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 he and he will have the title until until WrestleMania. All right, we'll, we'll we'll have a few more shows before next year's WrestleMania to, to determine that, but <laughs> <laughs> Now, as far as Drew McIntyre, who do you see right. a, a viable opponent for Drew McIntyre at SummerSlam? Well, so so him and Ziggler are going to have their match. The match is on Monday, correct? Correct. Okay. Okay. So, man, that's that's tough. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know. But part of part of me, part of me thinks is part of me thinks it's going to be Lashley. It 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 kind of just makes the most sense. I, I'm I'm gonna go with Lashley. It, it makes the most sense. They it, they've kind of been building towards it ever ever since WrestleMania. It just hasn't quite come to fruition. But you're but you're kind of slowly seeing Lashley kind of get that push just a little bit, and especially with and especially with MVP kind of kind of you know being his manager. And, it, and, and, and I mean, you know, they completely took the microphone out of Lashley's hands, which is a 100% brilliant move because as much as I like, as much as I like Lashley, the man is just not a talker. He's not a talker, not a thing. There's nothing wrong with that. We've seen it before in WWE and it works perfectly. There's no reason that it can't work with Lashley. So I think Lashley is ultimately going to be, going to be um, McIntyre's SummerSlam opponent they do have history. They did work together um, uh, in in TNA. So, so I mean, so you know, there's there's immediate chemistry there. You kind of have a little bit of a backstory. Not to mention, you know, all you know, all of the work that they've done um, uh, j- just after McIntyre won the title at WrestleMania. You know, over over the first few weeks with MVP coming back, all of that. So it just makes sense that Lashley is the guy to face McIntyre at at SummerSlam. And it will all be set up following Monday Night Raw after McIntyre beats Ziggler again. 
Lashley will come down, attack McIntyre, hold the title up, and there starts your bookie. Not bad. And I will be all for another McIntyre versus Lashley match because Lashley is someone else who's long overdue for a WWE championship. But Mm -hmm. I think they're going the Randy Orton route. I think we may see Drew McIntyre versus Randy Orton at SummerSlam. The reason reason I'm, I'm going Randy Orton is because Drew said he wants a worthy opponent, a, 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 a valuable opponent. And what we've seen, so the, the work we've seen with Randy Orton over hell since Edge returned and, 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 and after that, following his match at Mania and Backlash, Randy Orton has been, has been, has been put on some of the, the best work we have seen. Oh, 100%. And, Mag- and and no offense to the guys that McIntyre has 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 knocked off in his in his title in his title defenses, but Randy Orton is that is that one name that big name that will establish McIntyre as to I'm here I have I I have arrived. Like I said, no, no offense no offense to Lashley, no offense to the Dolph Ziggler, no offense to the Big Show after WrestleMania. And no offense to to, to, to Seth Rollins um, at Backlash. Randy Orton is just future Hall of Famer. He he he's 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 damn near done it all in in, in WWE. If, if McIntyre gets the win over Orton at SummerSlam, I think that uh that will solidify McIntyre as one of the best in the business today. Okay, <clears throat> okay. Let me ask you this: say 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 that they take that idea of. McIntyre Orton at Summer at SummerSlam. Do do you have McIntyre go over and potentially set up a rematch at Survivor Series, or do you have Orton go over and and and, and kind of and kind of keep this momentum this ball of momentum that they have building with him as the I don't want to say Legend Killer 2.0, but I guess as just this new. This new legend killer, I guess. See now, my my thing my thing about this is because I actually I actually thought about this uh, before. Part of me wants Orton to go over, but the reason I want Orton to go over is because then that sets up uh that sets up their rubber match. For when Edge is finally cleared to return, Edge Orton Orton already has a WWE title, put the title on the line, and give Edge that one more run, one more title run with the belt. Okay, okay. But the but but but, but the but the other part of me that doesn't want Orton to win and go over McIntyre is because McIntyre. I mean, yeah. Some say WrestleMania, SummerSlam. That's that's a noble, that's a noble title run, a, a noble title reign. But McIntyre, man, some of the stuff, some of the work he's doing in ring, and since he's been back, I mean, hell, but he he's 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 been a role himself since eliminating Brock at the Royal Rumble. His in ring work, his, his his mic skills, everything, and the fact that he's somewhat like. Develop not not developing new talent, but like giving guys who necessarily didn't have uh, opportunities before opportunities, like like a Bobby Lashley. 
the fact that he 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 wants to build up the, this current ro- this current crop of guys, I, I like I like what he's doing, and I wouldn't I don't want his title reign to to end so soon. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I'm kind of torn. Well, well, we'll see, we'll see, and that and that's the other thing. Typically, a title reign when you win it at WrestleMania, depending on who you are, sometimes most of the time you lose it at SummerSlam, and. In a way, in a way, while yes, it sets up another guy, it derails another guy, and you never and you never want to see the champion going into SummerSlam lose that momentum. Which, 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 which is why I say I go with Lashley simply because I think I, I, I think it might be just a little, and, and this is crazy to say, but I think it might be a little bit easier just to give Lashley give Lashley, I, I guess, his credit back a little bit quicker. Than it is with Orton, considering that Orton is doing something completely different, and he's on a completely different path as opposed to where Orton's had a thousand SummerSlam matches. I don't think I don't think Lashley's had a SummerSlam match at all. Hmm. I'm probably I'm probably wrong. I'm probably wrong about that. But to my knowledge, Lashley's never had Lashley's never even had like a high profile match on a big card outside of the Great American Bash back in 2007. I, th- I, th- I, th- I think that legitimately was it. I think that, I think that was his, his lone that was his lone title shot. Period. But I think that was his only high profile match as well. So I go, so I go with Lashley on, on this one. It's, it's, it, 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 just, it just makes more sense to me. It just makes more sense considering where McIntyre's at where Lashley's at and and where Orton's at, you keep you you continue having Orton do do what he's doing. I don't I don't know what Lesnar is going to be next. I, I know there's going to be someone, someone someone's going to return or or he's going to. I, I I have no idea. It's it's great work, but I, but I'd rather save that match for Survivor Series See, and I'm... have McIntyre Lashley at SummerSlam. See, I'm ho- I'm holding out hope for. For, the reason I don't go Lashley because I'm holding out hope. I'm hoping that Vince and WWE can convince Lesnar to come back, and we can finally have that Lesnar Lashley match that we all been craving. All now, although it was sucked because I really, I really, and I mean really, want fans to be in attendance for that match. But if the only, <laughs> but like if this is the only time we were able to have Lashley Lesnar go at it during the pandemic, then I'd rather them do it during a pandemic than not do it at all. Yeah, I'm right. I'm right on that. So uh, that's the reason I'm 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 hoping, and, and if they bring Lesnar back, I mean that's going to cost WWE a lot of money because Lesnar isn't cheap. But this is SummerSlam. <laughs> you need more eyes on the product. Lesnar is box office, and putting him. In a match with with Bobby Lashley, it sells itself. They're basically they're basically the same people, pretty much. And and could and and, and could and could you imagine could you imagine the promo work between Paul Heyman and MVP leading up to SummerSlam? Mmm, that would be good. That would be good. That that, that would be great. Actually, that would be great. I think there's only one problem with that. Lesnar is currently in Canada. 
I, I know. I know. That's why I said they had to find somebody to get him down there. Yeah. That's the, that, is, that is the only problem, is that Lesnar is in Canada. But but then again, I don't, I don't think the borders have been closed. Oh, no. Yeah, uh, they they have. You, I mean, oh, okay. you, 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 you've seen reports. I mean, the Canadian government doesn't want the Americans to go over and play baseball in, in Canada. So once, uh, yeah. so once you leave Canada, you're not coming back for a while. That's true. That's true. I mean, unless, I, 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 I mean, I'm, unless Vince can rent out a, a, a nice home down in Florida for Brock Lesnar and his entire family, I don't think Brock's leaving. Which sucks to say, but I don't think he's leaving. Oh man! Yeah, it 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 it, 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 it sucks to say it out loud, man. It it, it really does, because I mean that match has been long overdue. Well, I I thought we were going to get it two years ago uh, in two in 2018, but they decided to go Roman Reigns and Lesnar mm-hmm. at SummerSlam. And all right, and 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 last thing before we get out of here, because. As 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 we talked about before, show we, we try we try to keep this thirty minutes to forty five minutes, but we we exceeded that that time limit. <laughs> uh, your post on Facebook about a potential next opponent for Keith Lee, going back to Keith Lee, and yeah. you brought up a, a a very interesting opponent that I believe I believe we talked we, we talked about not on the podcast, but we we we've discussed this about how we could do this. Mm-hmm. And, and, and we just want to see it come to fruition. So, if you if you, if, 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 if you if you don't mind explaining, who is this opponent you would love to see Keith Lee have? And this and this, this could be a, cred, a credible opponent to have, so that he has that one successful title defense before Karrion Cross. Hundred percent. So my idea was simple. It, it we we just needed one thing to happen. And it happened at Extreme Rules, which was New Day losing the tag team title. Sucks, but, you know, we get it. Okay. So, my whole thing is Xavier Woods is not in WWE still as, as he's rehabbing from his Achilles injury. Correct. Okay. So, that means, and, and, and plus not to mention, New Day is no longer the titles, which means they're not really occupied currently at the moment. So, therefore, my idea was you tell Kofi, hey, Kofi, we appreciate your work. We know you've been working hard. I'm going to give you just a little time off. You just a little time off, heal your body, give you, you know, keep you guys off TV, allow you guys, you know, brainstorm, you know, new ideas, just keep it fresh, keep it going. All right, cool. Spend time with the family. Yeah, exactly. Spend time with the family. And the way you set that up is this is just the way you set it up. You have new day. You have you have Biggie and Kofi in the ring, and Kofi's cutting a promo or whatever. And E stops Kofi in his tracks and, sa- and says and says Hey, um, you know, you know what you know whatever it is whatever it is he's got to say. But in the end, in the end, in the end, E looks at Kofi and says Hey, why don't you just go home and relax because there's there's one piece of business that you and Xavier don't know about that I got to handle and I got to do this by myself. And right there, he just walks out of the ring. New yeah. day's not split up or anything, right? but it's just, but it's just the way to write off new day off TV. Yeah. It leaves, leaves everybody yeah. guessing what, what Biggie is talking exactly. about. Exactly. 
it leaves everyone guessing. They're like, okay, so what's going to happen? Fast forward to NXT. Keith Lee is in the ring, and either he's cutting a promo or he just finished the match, and he has a title in his hand, and he's pointing at himself, and all of a sudden, you hear Big E's music. Wait, 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 wait. Why Big, Big E's music or New Day's music? No, no, not New Day's music. You hear Big E's music. Nope. I'm, I'm cutting you off right there. Nope, do not like it because that that okay. that that gimmick is over with. We don't need the five. We don't need Biggie Langston back. Although Mustafa Ali got his first name back, so maybe Langston will become will be returning as well. We don't need five count Biggie back. No, I'm sorry. No. No, no. I'm not talking five count Biggie. Keep it New Day's music. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I mean, it it wouldn't it wouldn't really draw much mystery because after Big E, what well, Big E said on SmackDown, so we would know who it is. But still, all right, all right. If you want to keep the theme music, I'm cool. All right, I got no problem with that. But either way, E comes out to the ring, and, wh- and whether Keith Lee's cut the promo or a match just finished, he has a mic in his hand. He is in the ring, and and it's just a stare down with these two. With these, with these two behemoths. You just have these two in the ring just staring at one another. And E just cuts the promo and says, I'm back to handle some business. And then just walks out the ring. And it sets everything up. Sets everything up. You let the build-up continue. You let it continue and continue and continue. And then Keith Lee's next title defense is against Big E. It may be a one-off match. Okay, that's fine. But what it does is it gives Keith Lee the it gives him a little bit more of the rub from someone who is on the main roster, from someone who is a multi-time champion, from someone who's been Intercontinental champion and was a former NXT champion. So there's credibility there. It gives Keith Lee the rub, and more importantly, it reminds fans of what Big E is truly capable of. With, as a as a singles competitor, when you give him when you give him the right opponent, and you allow the and you allow the the powers that be to set it up properly, and it works out perfectly for everyone. And either what happens with Big E, either he, either he goes back to SmackDown as part of the New Day, or the New Day decides, hey. Wait, no, no, hold on, hold, hold, hold your horses, hold your horses, no, 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 you, 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 you didn't say, you didn't say nothing about the New Day splitting up, nope, if this is leading to the New Day splitting up, nope, I, I refuse, I, I, I rebuke it in the name of Jesus, nope. They talked about this on Ride Along a while ago, it's going to happen at some point. It doesn't need to happen today, or, or, or this week, or this year. Nope. It's going to happen at some point. It's going to happen at some point. I'm not saying I'm not saying that this is the time to do it. I'm not saying it is. But WWE has thrown us through loops before. They did it with the Shield. We ain't see that coming. But there comes a point where you realize it may be time. Uh, no, I'm I, I'm it, not, I'm I'm not with it. No, no, sir. You do. I'm I'm not saying I'm not saying it is time. But at some point, it's going to be time. Not to mention, wouldn't you want to see Big E get a singles run and possibly be world champion? Yes, the same way they did for Kofi. What, That's what? not the same. 
The same way they did for Kofi. Kofi was oh. w, Kofi Kofi was WWE champion while still being a part of the New Day. He he just he just he just did everything by himself, which could work for Big E. How are you gonna build that storyline? He ain't been in the company eleven years. Does it have to be? Does it have to be eleven years? You can you can have a, you can have a, you can have the, you can have the thing. Remember a few years ago, it was just it, my friend, just last year. Money in the bank. A member of the New Day won, so they could qualify to be in Money in the Bank. Kept everybody guessing. We did not know which member of the New Day it was going to be at the time. Yes, it it it, it was good to see Kofi because Kofi deserved that that moment and deserved that push. Now we recreate that scenario. They, I mean, we we still build it up, but it's like Kofi again. No, we are we've been here, done that. It's time. It's time to look towards the future, and and the future is now. And Kofi, as he as he admitted on, on their podcast and on in many many interviews, he is not selfish. He he would love to see his brother, his brothers, either Biggie or Xavier Woods, get that get that push. And just the way how Biggie. Biggie and Xavier Woods supported Kofi. I'm pretty sure Kofi would, would would have no problem doing the same with Biggie or Xavier Woods. I have no doubt about that. I have no doubt about that. And and mean and meanwhile, while Biggie while Biggie's doing his doing his thing, Woods and Kofi tag team and 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 and, and keep and keeping the keeping the, the division strong. Biggie can do all that while still being while still being a member of the New Day. All right, I'm I'm not saying he can't. I'm not saying he can't. I'm just throwing it out there. I'm for I'm for I'm all for I'm all for a Biggie singles run as the as a member of the New Day. I'm all for just just as Xavier Woods he he he's been talking about on Twitter how he 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 wants to be King of the Ring one day. He can be King of the mm-hmm. Ring as a member of the New Day. We have no problem with that. Why? And by the way, that would be hilarious if that were, if that were to happen. Could you imagine yeah. the, the the jokes and stuff they would do together if Xavier Woods won King of the Ring? Jesus, I'm 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 just, I'm just saying. All right, we 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 we've even we've, we've been talking for over strongly for over an hour. Uh, my brother, what where can people give you? Once again, where can people find all your work and where can they follow you at? You can follow me once again on Twitter at. Sir Brock Netter. You can find me on Instagram at B Netter. And um, yeah, that's pretty much all I'm going to plug. That's it. Just Twitter and Instagram. Give me a follow on those two. I do follow back. I got you no matter where you at. As long as your content is hot, I got you with a follow. And you, and you can give you can give me a follow on Twitter and Instagram at the Taren Bland. And you can hear me every Friday and Saturday night on 102.3 to beat just download the iHeartRadio app and t- and tell Alexa or Siri hey play 102.3 to beat Cincinnati and I'll pop up Fridays Friday 10 to midnight Saturdays 10 to 1 a.m. This is the second this is the second edition of the Teenetter show we'll be, we'll be back the week of SummerSlam week and until then everyone have a new day have a new day look Look, look at that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Everyone have a great day. Enjoy the rest of your... (laughs) Enjoy the rest of your week.
right road, on the right track.